Today on the Get Ranked Movie Podcast, we take a look at our favorite Futurama moments. Welcome to the world of tomorrow! Bite my shiny metal ass! Good news, everyone! Hello, everybody, and welcome to another riveting episode of the Get Ranked Movie Podcast, where every week we take a look at our favorite whatever. It's our choice. We make a theme, and we put a list together. We do call ourselves a movie podcast, but as we've said numerous times, we are a pop culture podcast. So, in this case, Nick, unfortunately, is under the weather. So, I'm taking a stab at recording a solo episode. So this week, again, we're a pop culture podcast. So this week I am taking a look at my favorite moments from Futurama. I talk on the show a lot about Futurama being my favorite TV show. So I figured why not take a stab at a Futurama related topic being that Nick has not seen the entire series like I have as there are many series that Nick has watched through that I have not seen all of. So with that being said... On to movie news, I don't have really too much to say on the um, on the movie news front. It's been a slow couple of weeks for news. Um, we are coming back from our vacation. Uh, we have we took a road trip down to Washington D.C. where we got to see um, a lot of historical sites. I'm sure uh, Nick may want to talk about it more next week. So, with that being said. Um, since we're not going to talk about the box office draft this week, since I'm by myself, just a few, um, a little bit into that, Hobbs and Shaw still being number one for the week- weekend, Scary Stories debuting at number two, and Lost City of Gold, Dora the Explorer, debuting in at number four, just behind The Lion King in its fourth week. So, not much else on this, so this is going to be a mini-episode, I can't promise that I'll talk a lot. This is a uh, solo episode, so as we've done in the past, this will be a top five. Again, I'm taking a look at my favorite top five Futurama moments, be it one-line jokes, uh, heartfelt moments, or just moments that really, really make me laugh. So jumping right into it with my number five. So my number five is from episode two, the series is landed, where they're out for those that okay just a brief summary of the show Futurama Futurama is set in the year 3000 begins set in the year 3000 um, and it features a pizza delivery boy uh, Philip Fry who's been frozen in a cryogenic t- chamber accidentally and wakes up a thousand years later um, on New Year's Eve the year 3000 it's um, comedy show brought to you by the same uh, person who started The Simpsons, Matt Groening, along with uh, David X. Cohen as stars Billy West, Katie Segal, John DiMaggio, among many others, um, including Lauren Tom, Frank Welker, and um, Phil Lamar, Maurice LaMarche. Um, so many, so many supporting characters, so many supporting actors, so many guest stars. Um, I'm sure we'll get to some of those a little later. But, so on to my number five, again, from episode two, the series has landed. 
this is the first episode where the team is all together and the team is on their first delivery, um, interstellar interplanetary delivery crew. Um, and this delivery is to the moon. So, uh, Fry being, so Fry being excited and, um, you know, always dreaming of going to space. He's finally getting to go to the moon like Neil Armstrong back in the day when they realize so quickly, I mean, he's excited doing the countdown five, four, three, two, one, and they're already on the moon by the time he gets through with the countdown. But the whole time he's wanting to explore the moon, he wants to go out, walk on the moon. Um, but their main delivery is just to the theme park, the amusement park that has been, been built on the moon. So he sees, you know, some educational rides that you get to ride a moon buggy and go out on the surface, but it's still playing recorded tracks and, uh, honestly, truly inaccurate, um, depiction of, you know, the original moon launch and moon landing and all that. So he breaks off the track and they end up getting stuck out on the moon's surface. He goes to, they end up finding uh, shelter in a moon farmer's uh, biodome, but uh, through a chain of events, Bender gets them pretty much kicked out of the moon dome, and they have to find shelter, and they do find that in the original moon lander, uh, lunar lander that has been placed on the moon by um, scientists, by uh, whoever, it doesn't, I don't remember. When Fry and Leela climb into the uh, Lunar Lander, though, they go in and lock the door and the sun goes down. Bender, however, who's following them uh, with one of my favorite lines, um, my number five moment, where he yells up to them, well, fine, I'll go get my own Lunar Lander with Blackjack and Hookers. So... I guess my number five moment quote is with blackjack and hookers. Matter of fact, forget the lunar lander. Eh. It's referenced multiple times throughout the episode. It's not one of the jokes that they bring back. Um, it was on par, I believe, originally to be a catchphrase, but it lasted through this episode and not repeated again throughout the series. So, um, so my number five moment. I'll have my own, I'll start my own, uh, build my own Lunar Lander with Blackjack and Hookers. So, on to my number four. So, Futurama has been a hilarious, it was a hilarious series, but it did not skip out on the uh, heartfelt and really pure moments. There were a few moments in that show um that really, really tug at your heartstrings. There's been, I mean, you know, the whole situation with uh, Seymour Asses, Fry's dog, waiting for him once he becomes frozen. There's the situation of um, Fry's dad explaining that he's just tough on him because he wants him to grow up and be strong. He's not trying to cut him down. He's trying to build him up. Um, but so my number four moment is another one of those heartfelt moments where the whole episode is uh, Fry being put into a or Fry being put into a temporary sleep 
to be a deep sleep. Um, so they can find where he recognizes a certain tone that's playing that's destroying the earth in a very it's in a very um close encounters of the third kind like manner it's playing the the music notes where anytime it gets close to a planet it's playing the sound so loud that it destroys the planet and they realize it's moving closer and closer to earth um they, he, he hears the sound and he finds how or he finds it familiar um and they're able to track down to the memory being of the night the day he was frozen the night before he came to the future he so in this dream sequence he goes in and he relives the day he goes to work he meets all of his friends he meets um he goes to his parents for new year's eve dinner and um he realizes while he's in his dream that he wants to spend more time with his family but the other crew members and the professor try to you know push him along to make sure he gets um, gets through because as he's asleep, time is passing faster in the real world. So he finds, uh, he gets pushed out of his house and isn't able to go back in because he was never there. So his dream self cannot experience that. At the end of the episode, they finally do figure out what the, what the sound is. Um, and, Nibbler, who at this point is fully uh, talking to the crew, um, he's their pet throughout most of the series, um, but we later find out that he's a brilliant uh, crew member of this race of aliens that is older than the universe, um, and he himself is thousands of years old. But in the end, when they finally get everything and they figure out, and he promises Fry that he will repay him and this repayment is sending fry back in to interact with his mother um on new year's day the day after he was frozen and he realizes that this is he never saw this football game how is he able to remember it so vividly and we come we find out that um nibbler actually sent fry back to his mother's dream so fry and his mother could have one last conversation and this is one of those heartfelt moments that they they realize that you know they'll they'll never they've never they haven't seen each other since he was frozen and he's able to just give her a hug um the whole scene ends in silence with them just just hugging and it's one of those heartfelt moments that really really makes you tear up a lot for for it being as a much of a comedy show as it actually is because it's it's not something you expect to yeah, I almost end up crying at the end of an episode. So, so my number four moment is uh, Fry being taken back to his mother's dream uh, as a reward for saving Earth from the from the from the tones. An episode, uh, Game of Tones. So on to my number three. So my number three comes from an episode called Bendless Love. Um, in this episode we find out that Bender, as a bending robot, has not had his bending uh, need fulfilled. And in the episode starts out with uh, the ship being sabotaged, the L unit, um, this simple piece that's shaped like an L, being straightened out. And throughout 
the rest of the beginning of that episode, we realize, or we find that Bender has been sleep bending, walking in his sleep and just bending or unbending different objects. Because again, um, as a bending unit working in a delivery company, he is not getting the bending that he needs. So one of the objects that he bends, um, as they're going through, uh, they find, you know, Hermes straight edges bent. Um, the professor has been bent in half, so he's hunched over forward. And my number three moment is where the first part of it is where uh, Zoidberg finds that his lovable pet Slinky has been completely straightened out, and it pans over to a straight wire in the corner. Later in the episode, we see uh, the different items that have been bent. We see Hermes straightening his straight edge and we see Zoidberg having not so well recoiled his slinky and sending it down a stairway made out of stack of books. Um, my number five moment is this part here where the slinky does go down two steps, falls off the side of the steps and for really no apparent reason, bursts into flames. I don't know if... And of course, Zoidberg freaks out, starts crying. I don't know why this moment is just so ridiculous. Um, it's the, the constant uh, abuse of Zoidberg throughout the series. He, But his lovable pet Slinky just tumbling down the wrong way down the stairs and just bursting into flame. It's a hilarious moment. I will laugh every time. Uh, I, I love this moment. It probably could be further up my list, but I think three was a nice fair uh, spot for it with my number two and one ahead. Um, so that's my number three, Zoidberg's Slinky. Just everything about it. So on to my number two. So my number two moment from Futurama is... From the later seasons, the episode is Lur uh, Reconcilable and Indifferences. No, I'm not stuttering. They took the names of some of the characters, Lur and Indinda, um, and added them to Irreconcilable Indifferences. I think that's the parody. Um, so from Lur Reconcilable and Indifferences... Um, they go to a Comic-Con because Fry has written a comic and they want he wants to get a real uh, comic writer's opinion of it because everyone else is saying it's a bad comic, um, which in the beginning of the episode it is not, you know, great, but it's, you know, his own work. So they go to the the convention and during the one of the panels that shows at the convention is um, Matt Groening, David X. Cohen, and the rest of the uh, Futurama crew on stage on the panel announcing their future show or their new show, Futurella, which takes place in the year 4000. Complete parody of uh, Futurama now. The moment that I like the best is they completely take a stab at uh, a cheap shot at Fox, which at this point Fox had canceled them. Uh, and as many people know, Fox is notorious uh, for canceling shows either because of 
um, they don't think people like them, or they get pushed back because um, sporting events show in the time slots and run over, and the show ends up not getting even shown. So the joke is that they start the trailer, or they start the the preview, the Comic-Con preview of the new show Futurella. It gets to the opening sting, which of course completely mimics the Futurama intro, um, but one second into the show, the big cancelled shows up on front, and the the comment that Matt Groening makes is, wow, Fox has really streamlined the process. This is um, fantastic, because Fox is, yes, known for, for cancelling shows, and this makes me laugh every time, even with how many times I've seen it, because I've I've had plenty of shows that I've loved that were, yeah, on Fox's chopping block. I mean, Family Guy was canceled multiple times. I mean, it's back and still on. Uh, Futurama was canceled a couple times, um, picked up by Comedy Central, um, and then eventually given a a fair finish. Then, um, so this this one really is a a full on stab at Fox because and. They've made numerous insults to Fox with the um, the first comeback of or the first movie. Um, the very beginning, they talk about the Box Network canceled their uh, contract, so the delivery company or like a, a delivery company parody. But it's made very, very obvious that it's a Fox parody with the the light flickering on the or the the neon flickering on the sign outside, so the B changes into an F. So that. And you know, in the incompetent people that fired them, and uh, the good they the good people brought them back. They're back on the air, back in the air on their ship. So, um, so yeah, from from Fox canceling them, we get quite a few good jabs. But my favorite, bringing coming in at my number two, is the Futurella cancellation streamline from Lure Reconcilable. Lure reconcilable into indifferences. So my number one moment. I don't know if it should be my number one, but it really is the. It, it really they they, I don't I don't know if they could have done this a better way. So every time the series was canceled, they kind of left in a cliffhanger, um, and. As the writing staff has said, they've written three last episodes ever. Uh, the Devil's Hands Are Idle Playthings, the very end, ends in a heartfelt... Fry wrote this opera with while well, he had the Devil's Hands, where it, it was his, basically, love story to Leela um, in his holophone or opera. With that episode, it ended with, you know, Leela, the whole you know, crowd clearing out because he lost the devil's hands and the opera started to, to suck. But Leela wanted to see how it ended. And he played a very crude version, but um, he was able to get the message that, you know, they they end in, it's a happy ending. Um, they end holding hands and walking away into the sunset in his um, animation. So that's the, the first last episode ever. Second last episode ever was the end of the fourth movie into the wild green yonder where again they don't know this i mean they, the creators didn't know if they were done or not so they wrote it as a last episode ever uh, where they go into a wormhole 
at the very end of the episode trying to get away from the police because they're all fugitives. With this, um, it ends again very heartfelt. Fry and Leela are holding hands. Um, all of the, t- the show's couples are together. Um, they're all re... Uh, all of their relationships are reignited by the end of the episode because it was... Or by the end of the movie because the whole movie was the the women against the men. and um, So all of the couples are back together. The last, last episode ever has actually been the last episode. So my number one moment from Meanwhile is the last five minutes of the episode. At this point, you know, uh, the professor has built a time button that uh, sets time back ten minutes, ten seconds every time the button is pressed. And you can't press it until ten seconds later, so there's no time loops. Towards the end of the episode, um, Fry accidentally commits suicide or accidentally jumps off and so he he jumps off a building because he doesn't realize that he's Leela's not late for for the proposal dinner and you know through some time loops he's falling and falling and explaining it all they do end up making it so he lands safely but when he lands the last time he lands on this time button and it freezes time for everybody except for Fry and Leela. So they're frozen in time. And this whole scene is them going, being together, doing everything uh, they want to do, growing old together. Um, they marry themselves in a church with the um, with the space pope and all their friends moved into the seats. They, um, they cross oceans. They go to where it's snowing and um some very beautiful imagery of the the snowflakes frozen in the air and fry you know looking at one and uh leela blowing it away and it just slowly drifting away um it's a very beautiful um passage of non-passage of time um and they grow old together and they finally you know they finally have that dinner and the or they finally have the wine that was poured uh, for when they invite Fry invited her to the proposal dinner, and then the professor finds them in time and asks, "Do you want to do it all again?" Or if we fix the button and press the button, we go back to before he ever conceived of the idea of it, um, which turns out to be you know the beginning of this series. And they say, "Do you want to do it all over again?" And they say, or they both say, "Yeah." And presses the button and the episode ends and when this originally aired on comedy central for the first time the premiere of the series finale the last season series finale the episode ended and it right went right back into episode one so it shows that the timeline of futurama is cyclical i do still see how they could if they wanted to add to the end of it but as much as I love the show, I don't know if they need to. Um, this is one of my this is one of my favorite shows, if not my favorite show, and I do believe that they finally got the ending that they they deserved. Um, they finally got you know for sure this is an ending. They don't they're not wondering will there be more, so they don't they don't have to leave it as open as they did in the other episodes, which 
devil's hands are idle playthings. It's not really written as a this could be the very end because it does have the 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 happy ending story, but it never like kills everybody or like into the wild green yonder may have done um which didn't or and it doesn't uh yeah it doesn't it just doesn't end in that sort of cliffhanger where it could be over or it could be continued um and i mean it just gets yeah picked back up in bender's game uh like or bender's big score like nothing ever different really happened um except for yeah the whole speech about the box network and you know flying on the air um so yeah my number one is the series finale um meanwhile they really knocked it out of the park with the end of that so i hope everybody enjoyed this i know it's a little more boring to have a single person um here on this side of the microphone i do thank everybody that stuck around um for this short half hour episode um for my top five futurama moments we do have a website getrankedmoviepodcast.com there you can find past episodes uh links to our affiliates links to our facebook um links to follow on other platforms itunes spotify google uh, google podcasts um there as well you can find the merchandise store um take a look at our shop we have a few designs of shirts hats uh sweaters phone cases we're trying to come up with more ideas for designs as we go so if you have any ideas for designs take a um shoot us a message on our facebook page you can go to get ranked uh movie podcast on facebook facebook.com slash get ranked podcast and um yeah leave a comment there post your ideas for other um recognizable logos that you can you think we can make a shirt out of um i'm willing to take a stab at it i make all of these designs from scratch so it's um a little time consuming but it's definitely really fun uh again uh the website the facebook page and now the affiliates get ranked a movie podcast would not be possible without DigitalOcean. All of our episodes are hosted there. Our website is hosted there. You can get a $60 account credit by using the link at the top of our website or going to getrankedmoviepodcast.com slash digitalocean. Dynadot. Get your .com.org.net dot whatever. You can get a small account credit if you use the link at the top of getrankedmoviepodcast.com or go to getrankedmoviepodcast.com slash Dynadot. Funko. Get 10% off your entire order when you use the link at GetRankedMoviePodcast.com or go to GetRankedMoviePodcast.com slash Funko and enter offer code SHOP10. Blue Apron. Skip the store. Get fresh ingredients delivered straight to your home. Get $60 off your first three boxes when you use the link at GetRankedMoviePodcast.com or enter GetRankedMoviePodcast.com slash Blue Apron. So again, I thank you so much for tuning in to this solo episode. I know, um, again, as I said before, it can be a little little uh, quiet with just one of us here. Um, and who knows, if Futurama wasn't your thing, then you're probably not still listening. So uh, it was, you know, 
still Thundery card. It's, again, weird things to think of. Um, get different to not have the, the AB conversation here. Um, and I'm, I may get used to that more. Um, I mean, I don't foresee Nick getting sick a lot. Um, as I've only been sick once and we got to do Nick's uh, top five uh, Friday the 13th skills, which, again, that was an interesting episode. Um, so, forget ranked flying solo today. I am Cody. See you next time. Ranked a Movie Podcast, Episode 28, Futurama Moments. All music and movie clips included in this podcast are the intellectual property of the respective copyright holders. They are included here for the purpose of the movies discussed and no infringement is intended.